5: New FBI documents are out, and those documents obviously allege that there was a bribery scheme with President Joe Biden when he was the vice president taking money for favors with the U.S. government. We now have learned more about the business person and what country that person is from that sent what is being described now as a, quote, substantial bribe, okay, bribe they're using the word bribe a substantial bribe to then vice president joe biden i'm going to tell you about that in a moment but before we get to that i want to address another issue that deals with former vice president mike pence mike pence has announced he's running for president and during his campaign launch he decided to start whacking at his former boss his former running mate donald trump Former Vice President Pence is joining the 2024 presidential Republican primary field. And on Wednesday, Pence held a campaign kickoff event in Iowa and made a negative comparison between the former President Donald Trump and President Joe Biden, saying, quote, Most Americans treat each other with kindness and respect, even when we disagree. We know how to be good neighbors. It's not too much to ask our leaders to do the same. The former vice president said. Pence continued, quote, but sadly, it's clear that neither Joe Biden nor Donald Trump share this belief, and neither of them intend to even try to bring our country together. I believe it's not just about civility to craft real solutions to the monumental challenges the American people are facing at home and abroad. We need leaders who will lead with respect for every American, he added. All right, let me just rip this apart real quick. Mike Pence, and I want to make it clear, I'm not supporting him. Uh, I, I said I wasn't getting very involved in the primaries, but in this case, I'm happy to get involved. Mike Pence and this idea that he can bring people together and that we should bring people together. He is either incompetent, stupid or amazingly naive to even imply this. Let me explain why. The fact that he, Mike Pence believes that we can come together as a country right now when we have the radical communists and socialists that have taken over in many parts of this country and want to totally change this country shows you just how incompetent and or naive and or stupid he actually is. This idea that he's saying, I believe, is is civility, and I believe that neither of these men intend to try to bring our country together. I want to make this clear. I don't want to bring this country together. I wanna to win. And I want to beat communism and socialism. I don't want to morph conservatism together with communism. I don't want to morph socialism and the transgendered woke agenda. I don't want to morph it into some sort of kumbaya togetherness with hardcore conservative evangelical Christian values. And what Mike Pence is saying is he's saying, hey, vote for me because I will bring our country together. I don't want these two sides to come together. I want to win. I want to beat them. Now, this idea, he says, quote, I believe it's not just about civility, to craft real solutions to the monumental challenges. Well, here's the thing. That ship has sailed, Mike. The left and the socialists and communists of the Joe Biden party, the Kamala Harris's, the AOC's, the, 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 the people that tried a coup attempt and to put the President of the United States of America in prison, they're still trying to do this to Donald Trump, those individuals don't want to craft real solutions. They don't want to be civil. They try to overthrow the will of the people in a coup attempt. They try to put people in prison and weaponize our government to attack us. This idea that if you win, you're going to bring us together is another part of the problem with you. This is a huge part of the problem with Mike Pence. He believes somehow that you should be able to bring people together. No, this is about winning and losing. This is 100% about winning and about losing. There is no civility left in politics. You either win or you lose because these two ideological viewpoints clearly to me are incompatible with Kumbaya. Look, I would love, I want to make this also clear, I would love to go back to the good old days where Republicans and Democrats could, could sit down and have a conversation like Tip O'Neill and Ronald Reagan did, when they worked together to get the, the Iranian hostages out, when they worked together to take on communists and the, and, and, and the Cold War in Russia. That is gone now because the Democratic Party used to not be crazy socialist communists. They are. The Democratic Party is dead. Okay, I'm going to say it again. The Democratic Party is dead. It died a long time ago. It is now a communist socialist party masquerading as a Democratic Party. I could get along with Richard Gephardt. Hell, I could get along even some with Bill Clinton. I could get along with Dick Durbin. Back in the day, not anymore. Hell, I could get along with Joe Biden 35, 40 years ago, but not anymore because they're no longer Democrats. They've moved to communism and socialism. They've moved to weaponizing our government to lock up their political opponents and harass their political opponents. They have moved into coup attempts. They have moved into harassment through the IRS. And for Mike Pence right now to come out and say, but sadly, it's clear that neither Joe Biden nor Donald Trump share this belief of kumbayaism and neither of them intend to even try to bring our country together. I don't want to bring this country together. I want to win just like the left wants to win. They don't want to bring this country together either. They're fighting for communism and socialism. I'm fighting for democracy and freedom of speech. I'm 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 fighting for our constitution that they're trying to destroy. These two things are like oil and water that you can shake them up as much as you want and they will always be separate. They will never come together. There's also something else about Mike Pence. Mike Pence uh, is one of those holier than thou guys. I want to make that very clear. Um, he, he's a guy that is incredibly narcissistic when it comes to kumbayaism. okay? He thinks he's somehow a better than people like Donald Trump and better than people like, like, like Joe Biden. Maybe a better way of saying it is elitism, right? Like, I'm better than you are. I'm holier than you are. I am a better human being and a better leader than you are. That's why I'm Mike Pence, right? And I'm running for president. He also attacked Donald Trump saying this about Donald Trump at his announcement, listen carefully.
2: Given our record, it might be fair to ask why I'm challenging my former running mate. Let me say from my heart, it begins with a promise that I made to the American people and to almighty God. And it ends with different visions for the future of our nation and our party. January 6th was a tragic day in the life of our nation. But thanks to the courage of law enforcement, the violence was quelled, and we reconvened the Congress the very same day to complete the work of the American people under the Constitution of the United States. As I've said many times, on that fateful day, President Trump's words were reckless. They endangered my family and everyone at the Capitol. But the American people deserve to know that on that day, President Trump also demanded that I choose between him and the Constitution. Now voters will be faced with the same choice. I chose the Constitution. And I always will.
5: I choose the Constitution. All right, so there it is. I'm a constitutionalist. Donald Trump isn't. I'm the guy you should support. Donald Trump is a bad man. That's what he's saying now. January 6th was a tragic day in the life of our nation. The American people deserve to know what that on that day, President Trump also demanded that I choose between him and the Constitution. I chose the Constitution. That is his line. And guess what was said right after that? Because you got to distinguish yourself between right, that, and everything else. So that's when he came out, and he wanted you to know this.
2: Think of that verse that King David wrote. Who am I? And who is my family that you brought me this far? You know, I truly do believe in the boundless potential of every American to live the American dream. we traveling around this country over the past two years since I left office. It feels different, doesn't it? Talking to our fellow Americans, I see weariness on faces everywhere I go, and I hear it in their voices. I don't have to tell any of you here. This country's in a lot of trouble. President Joe Biden and the radical left have weakened America at home and abroad. The confidence and pride that once lifted the American spirit to new heights, not so long ago, has given way to fear and a growing angst that our best days might be in the past. In many ways, our country has grown barely recognizable than just a few short years ago. There are crises everywhere. Our border's under siege, inflation's at a near 40 year high, gas prices are through the roof. Fertilizer and fuel prices are working a hardship on family farms here in Iowa and Indiana and all across the country. Crime is skyrocketing in our major cities. Real wages are falling and our national debt is piling up like a mountain range on our children and grandchildren. And that disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan has emboldened the enemies of freedom around the world. And maybe worst of all, Timeless American values are under assault every day. In classrooms, our children are indoctrinated into radical ideologies and even taught to hate our history. And from boardrooms, our faith and beliefs are insulted routinely, while government agencies target concerned parents and punish consumers in the name of social justice. We're better than this. This country has been so good to my family, and I've been honored to serve it. We both have. And it would be easy to stay on the sidelines. That's not how I was raised. I've long believed that to whom much is given, much will be required. That's why today, before God and my family, I'm announcing that I'm running for president of the United States of America.
5: There it is. I'm running for president. I'm better than everyone else. I'm going to backstab my former running mate, and I'm going to tell you why I will be able to bring people together that no one has been able to bring together. I'm going to bring together communists, socialists, and conservatives. No, you're not. And anyone that's trying to sell you that's selling you snake oil. Let's talk about a great opportunity for your IRA and 401ks. You can get free gold just by learning about gold IRAs from Augusta Precious Metals. It's important that you know what's going on in this crazy economy. And your hard-earned savings need protecting from the devalued dollar. Protecting from the devalued dollar, especially if you're close to retirement. Augusta Precious Metals will give you information on how to protect your savings and open a gold IRA. So if you've saved at least $100,000 for retirement, call and ask about their ultimate guide to gold IRAs. I trust Augusta Precious Metals and you can too. They will make sure that you understand what is best for you and your portfolio. There's a reason Money Magazine says they are the best gold IRA company. Get free gold, free information, and retirement protection now by calling 877-4-Gold IRA. That's 877, the number four, Gold IRA or augustapreciousmetals.com. I want to get you updated on also another big story and that is there are a, leak, a lot of leaks that are coming out right now that Biden's Department of Justice apparently they have told Donald Trump's lawyers that he will be indicted next week on charges of gathering, transmitting or losing national defense documents. Now, we knew that this was happening, uh, that they were going to meet the lawyers. What we also have seen is the leaks come out very quickly. CBS News, getting you ready for the big Trump indictment by having this on the evening news.
4: The Justice Department is expected to decide soon whether to file charges in multiple criminal probes involving Donald Trump. The former president's lawyers showed up at the Justice Department yesterday for a meeting, including the special counsel. Trump continues to deny any wrongdoing. Robert Costa is in Washington with more on that. Three of Trump's lawyers were seen by CBS News Monday morning entering the Justice Department to meet with top officials, including special counsel Jack Smith. Sources say Smith's presence during the nearly two-hour meeting underscores the seriousness of the discussions as he weighs whether to bring criminal charges against Trump. In recent months, the grand jury has heard testimony from dozens of people close to Trump about whether he or his aides tried to obstruct the government from recovering the classified records from his Florida home. Sources with knowledge of the probe say the investigation is now likely in its final phase, with Smith in the process of hearing out arguments from Trump's attorneys. CBS News has learned they told DOJ officials that they believe the case is flawed, due to the way attorney-client privilege matters have been handled, especially a judge's ruling that voice memos from one of Trump's lawyers could be included as evidence. The former president defended himself shortly after the meeting on his platform, Truth Social, claiming he should not be charged since he did nothing wrong. The special counsel, who has not spoken publicly about the case, has given no indication that he's backing away from considering an indictment.
5: Now there's going to be a lot of people that are going to celebrate this and they're going to act like this is a massive victory that Donald J. Trump will be indicted again by the Biden DOJ. The Biden DOJ apparently telling Trump and his lawyers that may, he may be indicted next week on charges of gathering again, transmitting or losing national defense documents. A federal indictment against Trump could be handed down by the federal grand jury next week. Now from this meeting, um, It's very clear they've already made their mind up. When they met with his lawyers, it's very clear they've made their mind up. I have no doubt in my mind they're going to indict him because they want him to be in prison. Former President Trump has reportedly been notified, quote, by federal prosecutors that he's a criminal target and is likely to face imminent indictment in the classified document probe. People familiar with the case told Just the News that the revelation comes that the Justice Department has declined to, de- to delay charges to allow an investigation to allegate allegations of witness tampering in connection with a senior prosecutor working on the case attempting to influence a key witness by discussing federal judgeship with the lawyer representing the witness provided by Trump's legal team. Sources said that the allegation is still pending in a secret case before chief U.S. District Court judge. James Boesberg in Washington, D.C. will deal with that. Now, a federal indictment brought by the special counsel, Jack Smith, could be handed by handed down by a federal grand jury to Trump as early as next week. Sources are now claiming now Smith's prosecutorial team informed Trump's team in recent days that the charges he faces include a violation of 18 U.S. Code, Chapter 37, Section seven, nine, three which prohibits the gathering, transmitting, or losing of national defense information. Other charges reportedly being considered are allegedly false statements and obstruction of justice. Sources told the outlet that Trump's lawyers have been preparing their defense for months based on months of legal research and anticipation for these charges. The 2024 presidential candidate's lawyers are also prepared to argue that Trump had constitutional powers to declassify documents during his presidency and take them with him when his term ended. His lawyers will reportedly rely heavily on a U.S. district court case out of Washington over a decade ago regarding former President Bill Clinton, which concluded that a president had the power to determine what documents from his presidency can be kept in personal possession. Again, Trump wrote, no one has told me in his latest true social post, I'm being indicted and I shouldn't be because I've done nothing wrong. But I have assumed for years that I am a target of the weaponized DOJ and FBI, starting with the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, the no collusion Mueller report, impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, the perfect Ukraine phone call and various other scams and witch hunts, a travesty of justice and election interference at a level never seen before. Republicans in Congress must make this their number one issue. Now, a document posted to Twitter on Wednesday from the Federal Registrar has revealed that Trump's Trump declassified certain material pertaining to the FBI's crossfire hurricane investigation during his last days in office. A signed letter from President Trump on January the 19th of 2021, the day before he left office, declassified declassifying. Crossfire hurricane docs showed Obama, Biden, and the CIA, and the DOJ, and the FBI actually spied on him. Now you know why they raided mar lago Many believe it's to take back the evidence of their crimes. I wouldn't put it past him. He said at my request on December 30th, 2020, the Department of Justice provided the White House with a binder of materials related to the FBI's crossfire hurricane investigation. Portions of the documents in the binder have remained classified and have not been released to Congress or to the public, the document states. I requested the documents so that a declassification review could be performed and so I could determine to what extent, extent materials in the binder should be released in unclassified form. The document continues, quote, I determined that the materials in that binder should be declassified to the maximum extent possible. The document states the FBI objected to further declassification of the materials and gave suggestions as to redactions that the documents needed, to which Trump, by the way, did it. I hereby declassify the remaining materials in the binder. This is my final determination under the declassification review, and I have directed the attorney general to implement the redactions proposed in the FBI's January 17th submission and returned to the White House, an appropriate redacted copy. Crossfire Hurricane was the name given to the investigation to allegations of coordination between Trump and Russia that surfaced during the 2016 election cycle. It was all a lie. The Durham report released in May found that the FBI, quote, failed to uphold their mission of strict fidelity to the law in their launching of that investigation, which they knew was crap from the very beginning. Now, I expect Donald Trump to be indicted. I've expected that from the moment they raided Mar-a-Lago because they want him to be ineligible to be president. They want to interfere in this election. If you don't believe me, listen to MSNBC celebrating all of this and the excitement of Donald Trump taking another mugshot.
3: Donald Trump is unsurprisingly decompensating over his attorney's meeting with Justice Department officials over the investigation into his mishandling of classified documents, with his social media rant asking, how can the DOJ charge me on his truth social echo chamber? His meltdowns are so predictable at this point, they'd be hilarious if we hadn't seen what his supporters are capable of. In an interview last September, Trump offered this warning about what might happen if he was indicted over classified documents. I think if it happened, I think you'd have problems in this country, the likes of which perhaps
5: we've never seen before. I don't think the people of the United States would stand for it. What kind of problems, Mr. President?
0: I think you'd have big problems, big problems.
3: (laughs) In that interview, Trump also claimed that being indicted would not stop him from running for president again in 2024, and followed this warning from Senator Lindsey Graham.
2: If there's a prosecution of Donald Trump for mishandling classified information after the Clinton debacle, which you presided over and did a hell of a good job, there'll be riots in the streets.
3: What, no tears? Trump was so fond of Lindsey's suggestion, he injected it on social media right into the veins of his biggest fans, which, as we all saw, is a recipe for disaster. When we all saw a play out on January 6th after he summoned a mob of his political violence supporting followers to lay siege to the U.S. Capitol. With his-
5: Now, I'll stop there because you can see how the media is going to play this, right? If you defend Donald Trump, you're an insurrectionist. You should be in prison, right? That's what they believe about all of us. They believe that we should not be angry. They believe that if you are angry, that you're some sort of jihadist, that you're some sort of uh, uh, of domestic terrorist that should be locked up forever. Never forget. This is what they think of you. This while they're trying to overthrow the will of the people. Also, never forget that. Now, before I get into more of this story, I want to say thank you and tell you about our good friends at Patriot Mobile. They are now offering a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Yeah, Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer nationwide coverage on the best G4 and G5 networks, the same network and towers you're using right now. The difference is not only do you get the same great quality that you're used to, but they actually are a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. So this year, resolve to stop spending your money with companies that don't align with your values. In fact, actually fight against what you believe in. Switch to Patriot Mobile. You'll be supporting First and Second Amendment groups, the rights of unborn children, and even helping with adoptions. It is easy to switch. Call them right now. Or go online to PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. Or call them 878-PATRIOT. You're going to get free activation with the offer code FERGUSON. That's 878-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson. So as we prepare for another indictment, political indictment of Donald Trump, there's another story that we need to keep our eye on. James Comer has now come out and said that the FBI document that alleges a business person now from Ukraine sent substantial bribe to the vice president Joe Biden, the FBI's informant file of that $5 million bribery scheme allegedly linked to president Joe Biden concerns the family's business deals in Ukraine. The house oversight committee chairman James Comer has revealed in May James Comer and Senator Chuck Grassley made bombshell claims after reviewing an FBI FD-1032 form that documented the informant's allegations of an alleged bribery scheme involving an exchange of money specifically for policy decisions between now-President Joe Biden and a foreign national. James Comer has now disclosed the informant tip that is dated June 30th of 2020. Yes, it is Ukraine. Comer has now said this form 1023 involves a business person from Ukraine who allegedly sent a bribe, a substantial bribe to then Vice President Joe Biden. The Biden family frequently visited Ukraine for its respective business. Then Vice President Joe Biden served as the Obama administration's Ukrainian point person on U.S. foreign policy. He was so involved that he visited Ukraine six times while serving as the vice president. Hunter Biden, as you know, joined the board of the Ukrainian energy company Burisma in April of 2014, two years before Joe Biden stated he forced the firing of that Ukrainian prosecutor who investigated the company that his son was on the board of. We know that he was holding American dollars hostage until that prosecutor was fired. Then Joe Biden approved, quote, an official statement about Hunter's Burisma board position. Emails also confirm, which also tells you that Joe Biden was lying to you. Joe Biden was lying to you in a very big way when he said he never talked about his son's business dealings ever. Not only was he talking about him, but they were bringing millions of dollars into the family business, and he was helping uh, approve official statements about his time on the board at Burisma. Now, despite Hunter's lack of experience in Ukraine or the energy sector, he earned $83,000 per month from the energy company, about $1 million per year. While his son was a member of Burisma's board, Joe Biden threatened to withhold $1 billion from Ukraine if the Ukrainian government did not fire the prosecutor investigating Burisma. In 2017, Hunter's salary was cut in half when Joe Biden left the White House. Why? Because, well, they clearly knew that he was not worth near as much as he used to because his daddy was out. According to former Obama White House stenographer Mike McCormick, Joe Biden allegedly produ- promoted U.S. support for Ukraine's natural gas industry only days after Hunter Biden joined the Burisma board. He says he's willing to testify. Now, the Delaware U.S. attorney, David Weiss, refused to allow McCormick to testify before his tax and gun probe into Hunter Biden. McCormick has confirmed that to the New York Post. So what does this mean now? It means that the pay-to-play scheme actually makes more sense than it probably ever has before. It's clear that this ex-White House aide, aide who said the FBI ignored Joe Biden's role in these Ukrainian business deals. They did it on purpose. They ignored his role in the family's foreign influence peddling conspiracy in Ukraine where millions of dollars were coming into the coffers. McCormick, who told the New York Post that he has relevant information implicating Joe Biden in the family's business affairs in Ukraine, submitted a tip to the FBI back in February, and you guessed it, they did nothing with that tip. McCormick said he never heard back from the FBI, the same law enforcement agency, which allegedly shut down the investigation to Hunter's abandoned laptop from hell. Joe Biden committed crimes in Ukraine in a conspiracy with current National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. McCormick stated to the Post, he said, I am a witness to that happening. According to this whistleblower, according to McCormick, Biden's former National Security aide, Jake Sullivan, told reporters on April the 21st of 2014 on Air Force Two, as an an anonymous senior administration official, that the United States intended to help Ukraine's natural gas industry. Period. Now, unknown to the public at the time, Hunter Biden was already a board member of Burisma, a Ukrainian natural gas company. Hunter's position on the board was not disclosed by the company until May of 2014, Nearly a month after Sullivan's statement to reporters, the U.S. would specifically offer, quote, technical assistance relating to a regulatory framework and also the technology that would be required to extract unconventional gas resources. And Ukraine has meaningful reserves of unconventional gas, according to the latest estimates. McCormick McCormick recounted Sullivan's statement to reporters on the flight. Now, in December of 2014, we also know for a fact that Congress approved a 50 million dollar aid package for Ukraine's energy sector, including the natural gas industry. The package was supported by the Obama administration and Joe Biden served as the point person on U.S. foreign policy towards Ukraine during the Obama years. McCormick said he wants to testify before the federal grand jury in Delaware that is investigating Hunter Biden for tax and guns violations, saying, quote, I'll go under oath before anyone who needs to hear the truth about Joe Biden's criminal activities. Hunter joined the board in April of 2014, two years before Joe Biden stated he forced the firing of Ukraine's prosecutor who was investigating Burisma, despite Hunter's lack of experience in Ukraine or the energy sector. He was paid $83,000 per month by the energy company. Just weeks after his father was announced the point person on U.S. foreign policy towards Ukraine, bam, they're getting paid. We also know that not only did that happen, but again, Joe Biden in 2015 threatened to withhold $1 billion from Ukraine if the Ukrainian government did not fire the prosecutor who was investigating his son's company, Burisma. In 2017, Hunter's salary was cut in half. That is a fact when his dad left the White House, which obviously bolsters the claim of straight up bribery. Joe Biden, quote, was aware of his son's Ukrainian business dealings despite claims he never spoke to Hunter about the family business, reportedly meeting one of Hunter's partners at Burisma. In 2015, then Vice President Biden also approved an official statement about Hunter's Burisma board position. So clearly the president was lying to all of us. The emails retrieved by the American First Legal Fund from the National Archives prove that now. VP signed off on it. We'll give this quote to reporters in my name shortly. Then Vice President Joe Biden's communication director told Hunter's business partner, Eric Swearin. So again, we know from these emails, they knew it was going on the entire time. Plus an additional trove of emails revealed that Bedingfield reassured Swearin in 2015. That a damaging story from Bloomberg reporter about the family's business dealings in Ukraine would be squashed unless editors hold a gun to her head. A third trove released from these archives also show that Hunter advised the Office of Vice President Biden in 2014 on how to handle media inquiries regarding his position on the board of Burisma. Potential violation of federal law due to Hunter's failing to register as a foreign agent. None of these people get indicted, but apparently Joe Biden, uh, excuse me, I should say, apparently though, Donald Trump's going to get indicted for having some documents that he had a right to have as the president of the United States of America. You cannot make up this double standard of justice in America right now. Make sure you share this podcast with your family and friends, please write us a five star review and we'll see you back here tomorrow.